Hey, this is your girl, Ash. And it's your boy, Imperator Rosé. And it's that dude called Theory. And this right here is Stop the Foolishness. Where each week, this trio of primos will give you our take on some of the most foolish shit that's happened around the country from this past week. From politics to pop culture, nothing's off limits in this war room. Yo, it show ain't. So if you're trying to figure out how this country got to this point, become kicking with us each week as we do our best to try and stop the foolishness. Yo, what up, what up? Welcome back to Stop the Foolishness. This is episode 50. 50. 50 in the building, baby. Man, we halfway there to 100, man. Halfway to 100, man. Almost that one year anniversary. That's crazy. And again, if something sounds unusual, it's because once again, we are running at 66% today. <laughs> did you do the math on that? Like, so, so three is obviously 100%. So, did you do the math? Is that like a correct? But I, uh, but I mean, like 30, 66, 99. Yeah, like 33. Oh, yeah. okay. So, I mean, I'm know. terrible at math. I can so see that. I can see 66. that. <laughs> I was like, is this? That's dope if it is. I think it's dope if okay. it is. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So that's it is. It is close. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but Ash wants y'all to know that she says hi. She misses being on the pod. But right now she is still recovering. She's doing much better, though. Much better, much, much better. better. She's eating slices of pizza. You know, saying she had a first, uh, <laughs> she ate something yesterday and today. She was able to keep it down. So shout out to sis. You know, what I'm saying for finally being able to um, enjoy a meal. That's to be terrible, man. I wouldn't yeah, know. I, know. I would. I wouldn't know how to. If I couldn't eat, I think that'd be I the know. worst part about being sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. losing the taste buds and shit. Like that's crazy. Yeah, because because you know when you do get sick, you don't be hungry. But you still yeah. eat something, right? Yeah. Like not being able to eat it all, that shit yeah. has to yeah, that shit has to suck. So, you know, shout out to sis, man. She finally getting better. Let's give her a round of applause here. I don't know why we don't know why we're applauding it, but just <laughs> get your shit together because we need you back on the pot. You know what I'm saying? Get yeah, your shit together. Female perspective because the two man show with just two Negroes yeah. talking shit. Yeah, exactly. Oh. We need we need we need a woman's perspective. You know what I'm saying? Because you're gonna get some you niggas perspective. perspective. Ain't gonna be nothing but straight nigger perspective on this nigger perspective on this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay. But with that being said, welcome to Stop the Foolishness, y'all. Every week we bring to you the most foolish stories from the past week. And this week we got some real bangers, some absolute foolish shit going on. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, uh, we got a listener letter. So we're gonna go ahead and roll it out here first. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Miss Jessica for dropping us a yes, listening letter. Miss Jessica back in the building. So in which case, cuz has that. So we're gonna go ahead and let him read that. Yes. Um, so I'm definitely gonna read this. Um, she actually sent it um to my IG account um directly. Um, and yeah, I, I definitely want to read this. I don't know if she wanted to be a listening letter, but I did get approval from her. She was just all like, Yeah, it's cool, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So um, I text her, I was like, Yo, I'm gonna read this shit. Um, cause it's like very dope and very appreciative, you know, that she, um, she fucks with us hard body, like really does clutch clutch. So, um, so this is from Jessica. Why, yes, I, I listened to the show today 
and laughed so much as always. Oh my God, last week was so long for me without an episode. She was all like, I had to send my sincere congratulations on your recent accomplishments with your wrestling with your wrestling and your internship. She was all like, you're really an inspiration to me. And I'm sure, uh, I'm sure to so many others. Being example, uh, Sorry, there's little some, some typos in here. This nigga trying to <laughs> get it being together. Example, <laughs> <laughs> being what it means to wear your heart on your sleeve and being true to yourself while doing no harm and talking shit. That's epic size, real deal, authentic living. She was like, I know your fam and your real friends got your back and are proud of you and love. I mean, sorry, and look forward to what you, you know, what I'm saying what you do, say, feel, and live next. I just want to say it's uplifting to me that uh, you live your life out loud. I hope you never stop, kiddo. I will keep tuning in to hear my favorite pod family. Godspeed. I'm fucking oh yeah, in fucking gratitude and true laughter. So that was from Jessica. Um, she fucking listens to our podcast like fucking all the time. She fucking like loves the fuck out of us. Clutch. She'll like fucking hit me up sometimes, like, oh my God, like this shit is fucking like amazing. I'm fucking laughing, <laughs> yeah. blah, blah, yeah. like everything. So, um, so yeah, so I, I just wanted to like share that because, um, you know, say it meant something to me, you know what I'm saying? And I, I know it definitely means something to, you know what I'm saying? My cousin, you know what I'm saying? Brother Rose, yes. Ash, because at the end of the day, like we always say, like we do this shit for fucking free right now, right yeah. now, <laughs> as I say, <laughs> we fucking come here. So, so honestly, like for us, our pay is basically like people like really getting laughter, really getting enjoyment from this and yeah. can just basically like literally, you know what I'm saying? Like for us, this is like, yo, we're trying to take the weight off your back so you can have two hours, hour and a half or whatever of your day where you can just laugh and just forget about shit. Yeah. And honestly, when I come on this podcast every time, that's why I personally am like outlandish. I say whatever, you know what I'm saying? I live my life out loud as she you know, says, because at the end of the day, man, we're all fucking human. We all do dumb shit. We all make mistakes. It doesn't even matter. So for me, I try to bring humor to that shit. And um, it's really good to be appreciated for all of our hard work that we fucking put together with this podcast. Um, so, yeah. So fucking, you know, sent dope. Thank you again, Jessica, for fucking listening and supporting us. Appreciate like, that. It really means a lot to it, all of us. It really does, man. And every time someone talks to me about the pod, man, they always tell me how much they fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in which case, shout out to all of y'all. We appreciate everyone that tunes in every week, listens to us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's much love. It's all love. And we can't tell you how much we appreciate the support. So once again, shout out to Miss Jessica. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying for letting us know you're still rocking with us and still uh and still putting us on. With that being said, though, cuz don't you have some uh news to uh to deliver to yeah, the to man. the pod, ma'am? Yeah, got some fucking big news. Um, so this week it's so fucking crazy. Like I had to really like this week has been such a fucking great week. Um, for me personally in my life, uh, and I had to dig deep for a fucking irk. But I do have one. Yeah. Um, but I had to dig deep for an irk. My, mine, mine actually came today. I didn't have one until today. Mine came today, too. Mine yeah. came today, too. Okay. And, and honestly, when I say it, you know what I'm saying? Y'all motherfuckers will understand. Okay. I'm just like, nigga, what the fuck? But, um, <laughs> All right. but no, um, I do, you know what I'm saying? Um, I do have big news. Um, So uh, Tuesday. So as everybody probably should know, if you've been listening, I interned at KTAR, the radio station. And, 
um, yeah, I've been waiting for a full time or not full time, but part time, full time, whatever. I just need a position that's gonna pay me some money. <laughs> you know, you know I want to be a paid. I want to be a paid entertainer paid in the entertainment world. Employee. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get I this money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, so, um, a couple of times out of the week, I fucking wake up early as hell in the morning. I go to a radio station. I fucking do my due diligence. I fucking learn. I do everything. And, uh, my mentor, Chad, man, shout out to fucking Chad Benson, man. That motherfucker is, he's that dude, man. He really is, man. I fucking like really like truly like appreciate him and value him in my life. Like he's really helped me out. He's really like, just even through like kind of hard times where I'm just all like, man, like I don't even know if I'm made for this shit. You know what I'm saying? He's just like, you're made for it. Like you, like you have the gift, you have the talent. We just got to mold it. You have the foundation. We just got to mold everything and you'll be great. And he always used to tell me he's, he's, he's literally been telling me like two months. He's like, yo, I'm going to get you hired at this radio station. I'm going to get you hired. I'm going to get you hired. I've been talking to the hiring manager, blah, 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 all this stuff like that. So after like two months or whatever, you're just waiting. Like every week I go on the radio station, I'm just like, man, this motherfucker's gassing. Like yeah. this nigga is really capping out here. Like, <laughs> this is one capping ass white boy. So, <laughs> like nigga, come on, bro. Like, yeah, like, when is this shit going to happen? You keep telling me. But, um, but honestly, man, it's fucking trust in the process. And, um, and yeah, so, uh, I got an email on Tuesday, um, and the email was just like, Hey, it was from the hiring manager at the radio station. He was just all like, yo, I want to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. Can we set up a time? Blah, blah. I was like, yo, tomorrow, one o'clock, I'm taking my lunch for my job. We can do this shit. He's like, all right, cool. The dude hired me on the spot. Yo literally hired me on the spot. He was just like, Chad is like, talk so much about you. He was like, Chad has been in my ear for like two months about you. He keeps talking. I'm like, okay, so he ain't a capping ass white boy. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> my nigga was holding it down, really, keeping it 10 exactly, toes down. You know Appreciate saying? that exactly. shit. You know what I'm saying? He Appreciate really you. me down. Because I was just like, yo, nigga, it don't take this long to reach out to me. Just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, I know this nigga busy, but goddamn. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, gotcha. um, but yeah, so um, tomorrow I go in for orientation. Um, I'm gonna get my badge tomorrow. And like, what was so dope is man, they're just like, yo, like, um, Chad has like told us so much about you. He was like, yo, we have, you know what I'm saying? There's so much potential here with this company. And even Chad was telling me, he was just all like, yo, because the company that I'm getting hired uh, with is a uh, Bonneville media. So, uh, they own radio stations, they own TV channels, they own like a whole plethora of things. So Chad was just like, yo, I know you do, you know what I'm saying? You like to do in front of the camera work because I do my wrestling promo shit, stuff like that. He was like, and I know you like to be behind the camera too. He was like, yo, just learn everything, soak it up. He's like, there's so much opportunity for you to go elsewhere, whether it's television, whether it's radio with the same company. It's all about getting the foot in the door. So I have my foot in the door and it's fucking amazing. And I'm just fucking on cloud nine right now. So, um, and it's so fucking crazy and ironic because, um, when I had my interview on Wednesday, the fourth, uh, that was the day that my father passed away last year. Mm-hmm. And it was so for me, it was so emotional because it was just like a day that was supposed to be like a sad day. Like remember my dad and everything like that turned mm-hmm. out to be like a gift from him. And I truly believe that I truly believe in, you know, I'm saying energy, the universe, everything. Yep. And to me, that was like my dad's like gift to me because on the day that he passed or whatever, where I should be literally like, crying and mourning and like really sad or whatever and stuff. He gave me like one of the, one of the best gifts I can ever have. And that was honestly getting employed in, in the industry that I want to get employed in. So yeah. um, shout out to my pops, man. I fucking miss you. I love you. 
And um, yeah, man, it's fucking great, man. It's it's it's, it's fucking awesome. It's fucking it's fucking great for the family too, man. It's an amazing because, opportunity. Yeah, amazing opportunity, yeah. and it's fucking great because it's just like, man, like I fucking love my family. I love fucking I, I i really just fucking love my life literally right now and that hasn't happened in a long time like it, it really hasn't and i know i'm doing the right things and i'm you know stepping in my purpose and it's only up from here man for yeah. me for this podcast for like everything man like it, it it really is so um shout out to like everybody who supports me who fucking loves me and who's literally been down with my goofy ass since like day one, <laughs> yo. When you find your passion, you gotta run with it, man. You you gotta exactly. you gotta take every opportunity you get, man. But round of applause to Cuz, man, for the grind, man. Because like yeah. I know you had to have been applying to a lot of shit, constantly searching yeah. for opportunities, right? And so a lot of times niggas don't know how to navigate that shit. They they expect yeah. for that shit just to fall in their lap. It's like like nah, bro. You gotta go get it. You gotta go yeah. seek the opportunity. So shout out to you, Cuz, for putting in the yeah. work, man. That's that's what's up. That's what's up. It's only up from here, baby. Yeah, it's only up from here. We so, all now, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, that's why I'm growing out my beard again. Cause you know what I'm saying? I gotta have a beard. And yeah, by the way, this nigga cut saying? all his face wear off. This nigga looks fucking <laughs> terrible. This nigga, actually, this nigga, this nigga look terrible. So let's get back to clowning this nigga. He was all like, nigga. You literally, he was like, nigga, shout out to you for taking three points off of your, <laughs> off of your, off of your, off of your looks. You know, he was all like, nigga, you went from, you were showing up to a party being like, damn, who is that? To like, nigga, who invited you? Why is this nigga here? Who invited you here? Why the fuck are you here? It's like a strong nigga to, to it's like a really strong nigga to take three points off the rip. Like, cause when you catch a beard, that's three points instantly taken off the top, bro. So if you wasn't 10, you automatically a seven now, nigga. Like instantly. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you, it's like a strong nigga. It's like some strong mental fortitude to do some shit like that. So shout out to you, nigga. You got it. Cause if I could grow on a full fucking beard, because you know, saying the Lord hasn't blessed me with like the full face wear, I would, nigga. I would never cut that shit off ever, nigga. <laughs> so shout out to Cuz for being, you know, what I'm saying a bold ass nigga, man. Cause I couldn't do it. Shout out to you, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, with that being said, though, y'all, make sure y'all visit us at www.stopthefoolishnesspodcast.com to submit all those dope listing letters. And remember to follow us and rate us on Apple Podcasts. You know what I'm saying? So let's go ahead and get into our sponsor here, real quick Miss Toya's Gift of Soul. Hey, Chef Toya here, owner and head chef with Toya's Gift of Soul, located in Arlington, Texas. We are your one stop shop to satisfy your soul. We specialize in oxtails, wings, seafood, and much more. We offer very affordable prices. We cater, meal prep, and we'll even handle your weekly night meals. We will also travel. For more information, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Toya's Gift of Soul. Contact me, 469-849-2521, and let Toya's Gift of Soul feed your soul. All right, you know what it is. Let Miss Toya's Gift of Soul feed your soul. They're in the Arlington, Dallas, Fort Worth. Plano, Irving, all the Marys out there. Hit her up. Let her know what you need. Look her up on Instagram and Facebook. Yes, sir. You know what, man? That's all good and all. I'm still waiting for my fucking sponsorship chat. Nigga. nigga where the check I'm about nigga. to bring that shit up in a group chat. Hold on. Like, what is the check? Remember, <laughs> them hoes was already on the way. On the <laughs> you way. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> because when I said, oh, no, you have to do that, sis. She was like, oh, well, don't worry about it. They're already on the way. 
When I went out, when I went out, when I went out to Dallas to go film, <laughs> yeah. he was just all like, "Yo, like y'all sponsorship check is in the mail, blah, blah blah." I was like, "Yo, that's what's up." Like that's you didn't have to do that, but that's cool. But we appreciate it. New most totally like, check, <laughs> 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 I'm here, that shit. You know, that's our first. That's our first sponsorship. Technically, dollar. that's our, our first sponsorship shit. dollar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm saying, cash up a nigga two dollars or something. You know, I'll take that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take that nigga, but goddamn nigga, we, you ain't getting nothing. Nigga. <laughs> all right, Crazy. man. All right, man. Let's get into this show. Let's get it popping. Let's start on this uh, first most foolish thing here, real quick. Um, so uh, Dr. Dre's oldest daughter is now homeless and says he refuses to help her. This is from uh, Yahoo.com. Dr. Dre's oldest daughter has shared that she is currently homeless and not receiving any help from her hip hop mogul father. Latoya Johnson, 35, told the Daily Mail that she is living out of a rental car and doing Uber Eats, DoorDash and working a warehouse job to make ends meet. She said her father, who is worth 800 million, was helping her financially, but he abruptly stopped helping her in January 2020 because she has spoken to the media about him. His lawyer has said that my dad and said that my dad doesn't want to help me because I've spoken about him in the press. She said, I feel like I'm damned if I do. I'm damned if I don't. No, it's pretty simple here. You're just damned if you do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just, you're just damned if you do. Ain't no damned if you don't. Like, the reason why I cut you off is you talk about him in the media. You're talking shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but let's keep it going here. Shasta says she has continually tried to reach out to him, but cannot do so personally. Has to go through his team. Damn. Shasta hasn't seen her father in 18 years. Damn, he was taking care of you? He was uh, taking care of you, yeah. He was taking care of you, and he hadn't seen, seen you in 18 years? All right. That's crazy. Even when he was hospitalized due to having a brain aneurysm in January 2020, Johnson said trying to see said trying to see if he was okay was like pulling teeth. Johnson, who moved from Las Vegas to California in hopes of finding a better job, said due to her financial struggles, she has fallen behind in her rental car payments and fears she will lose her car soon. The car is a pretty penny, she said. It's an SUV that costs twenty three hundred for three weeks, and I only yeah. pay for one week. Sooner or later, they're going to take the car. <laughs> Johnson, <laughs> Johnson, <laughs> nigga, if you're paying twenty three hundred, nigga. You can you you know you can go get a bucket for like three thousand, nigga, like, and that'll be yours. You don't have to keep paying it. You don't hold have to, on, like, hold yours. on. Us. It costs twenty three hundred for three weeks, nigga. Nigga, that's like eight hundred dollars a week, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like damn near eight hundred dollars a week. Are you serious? What type of fucking rental car is she renting? A fucking Bentley, yeah. nigga. What, crazy. nigga? A Bentley don't cost twenty three hundred dollars. I don't know. <laughs> so if you do four weeks. Let's let's do the math here. So we talking damn near three, a little over three thousand dollars, nigga. A Bentley don't cost three thousand dollars a month, nigga. Like, yeah. like, come on. All right, but it says uh, Johnson, who's a single mother of four. Said due to her current hardships, her four children are currently staying with friends as she tries to gain some stability. Her teenage children are well aware of who their grandfather is. And Johnson said they can't believe that he won't help her or build a relationship. I'm just trying to communicate with him and see if he wants to talk to his grandkids. She's at it. My kids are old enough to know who he is. They're in shock that he doesn't want anything to do with them. Where these niggas daddies at? Nigga. Where these niggas daddies at, nigga? Bro. The... The fucking take no accountability mafia is right. running wild with this shit, man. That's crazy. Like, bro, <laughs> at what point 
Then you get your shit together. Exactly. Bro, she's 38, nigga. Hold on, wait, time out. And, okay, 38, and this nigga was taking care of you previously. Okay, like, no, no, she's 35. My bad. She's 35. Still, nigga. Nigga, like, he been taking care of you up until last year. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, So what have you bro, done to put yourself in this position? So you was 34 year, years old. One year later, one year later, literally. So you just fell off the wagon one year later, like, no. Like, what the fuck? Okay, on top of that, Nigga, you got four kids. Four kids. Four. Now, I don't know. Is this like an estranged daughter or like an, uh, not a wedlock daughter? I mean, I'm not too sure about the circumstances yeah. around that. But I will tell you this. Here's my issue. She got four kids. All right. Four. Let me, let me help out here for a minute. Four. I'm pretty sure had she came to her dad in 1920, dad, teach me the game. Help me. I want to be like you. I want to build an empire. That shit probably would have happened. But she got four kids. Now, I don't know how many different baby daddies, but she got at least one, right? Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, she got exactly. at least one. You got something. You got at least one. The fuck is this nigga doing? Exactly. <laughs> like, where is this nigga? Where, where is he? So, first off, of all, first, hold on. First of all, Toya's, Miss Toya's gift of soul, our sponsor that hasn't sent us a check, um, <laughs> she, has, she has four kids. She don't have no father. That's Dr. Dre. Her father has passed away. Her mother, I was saying her mother's passed away too, Yes, right? as well. Yes, exactly. And she's still making it. She's started a business. She's Nigga. fucking grinding. She's out here fucking making it, taking care of her kids. Nigga. She got four kids. Nigga, you have a whole fucking father that was taking care of you for fucking years. And how? why are you living out of a rental car? Nigga. What the fuck? On top of all of this, though. What do you have to show for what he was taking care of? Like, exactly, what, what, what was he? Exactly. If he was sending you financial support, which I'm guessing was monetary, um, wh- why weren't you stacking his money? See, the problem is exactly. here. The, re- the real problem is here is this is the epitome of, of like being spoiled, bro. Like, when you spoil yeah, people and fuck. whatever, they don't take accountability. And, you know, I don't know how, how old her youngest person is, her youngest child is, but, you know, maybe a situation here where she's like, you know what Dr. Dre was talking like, well, damn, you're just going to keep having kids to keep doing whatever you want. You ain't doing exactly. nothing with your life. Like, why exactly. am I, I'm not going to take care of you the rest of your life. You ain't know you what I'm saying? talk shit about me? Like, you know? Man, fuck everything. Because he worth $800 million. They're like, he got to take care of it. No, nah, nigga, that ain't how the world work. That that really ain't. And so the problem is, is all like, we put we put these standards on rich people just because they're rich. Exactly. And I, I get it. Don't get me wrong. It would be... It'd be also really hard to understand the difference between what's in your bank account and your net worth. Yeah, but his but net worth is almost a billion. Yeah, but Doctor Dre today, but Doctor Dre, he, he would have to sell assets. All his assets are worth that. He would have to sell assets to gain that cash. Yeah, to then you know what I'm saying. But, so it's just like, but he do he don't have just eight hundred million just sitting in the bank. Like, hey, I just have this. Like, but, but hold on, because he do clear thirty five million a year though in revenue. Hey. So, yeah. but but we gonna fuck because yeah, the, the, the eight hundred million thing is is I get yeah. it, but I'm saying he do make thirty. I just, yeah, I, I just have people throw that shit around like damn. So nigga, I you got a billion dollars in the bank, damn near. Yeah. You can't do this or you you don't like no nigga. This it's not in the bank. Like okay, I got I you. See, he has thirty five million in the bank probably, but nigga, he don't have eight hundred million in the bank. <laughs> but but here's my thing. I know me as a person, right? But see, the problem is, is we always think from the perspective of someone who is is poor. And the thing is, is, is when you get to the caliper and the level that Dr. Dre is, everybody starts seeming like a leech. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Like, yeah. It's one thing for somebody to have... Oh, no, his daughter definitely is a leech. Oh, no, nah, for sure. 
Like, you can't be 35, four I, kids, and not have your shit bro, together and then complain. How you like, got what? a multi-million dollar father and you're homeless. And he took care of he took care of you up until 2020. There's a certain point where uh a motherfucker is going to eventually realize that like, yo, you're just taking advantage of the fact that they have money. Like it's yeah, you exactly. It's it's no longer about you and and me being mean about situation by me holding you accountable. And the only way you gonna learn that shit is if you eventually lose it all. I mean, you got yep. four kids, bro. Like, yep. and, and here's my thing, right? I don't know who the baby daddies are, but they should be somebody of high standard because exactly just exactly. me thinking like <laughs> being Dr. Dre's daughter should be like a heavy clout, right? Like it should be you should be fucking Steve, with like Steve Harvey's daughter is dating Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Jordan. You know the what I'm saying? Own nigga in the acting game, nigga. So your standards <laughs> probably the most popular nigga in the world right exactly. now, as far as entertainment goes. And you telling like my me daddy Steve Harvey, nigga? I'm finna fuck with Michael B. Jordan. Like, and you got four like, kids, exactly. and we don't know who your baby daddy is. Your baby daddy should be like Usher or somebody. You know? <laughs> I hate to say that, but I mean for real, like you should only be dating niggas that's like. Exactly. At, at least on love and hip hop, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Soldier Boy or something, nigga. God damn. I'm just confused here. Like, nigga, who is your, who is your baby daddy? Is he just regular oh ass God. niggas in the hood? Like, cause <laughs> how far you have fallen, Shotty? <laughs> like, get it together. But um, all jokes aside, um, like I said, man, the don't take accountability mafia. They they running wild with this shit. Listen, man, I I love my daughter. But I ever find myself in a situation like this, man. I ain't take care of her. Like, no, Hell no. I didn't gave you. That. I didn't gave you the game. I done told you what's up. I been taking care of you. You think I'm gonna take care of you the rest of your life? You out here doing exactly. God knows well, whatever exactly. you want. She might have been out on drugs. Doctor Dre might have been trying to get her to go to rehab. We don't know the whole situation. Exactly, we don't know exactly. That nigga wasn't taking care of her, and he just stopped taking care of her. You know what I'm saying? And there wasn't a reason why. There's a reason why he abruptly stopped taking care of her ass. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So all I'm saying is, is at some point, at some point, you gotta fucking cut your kids. You gotta off, cut them off, mommy, your daddy, family. So if if niggas ain't doing shit, like there's only so much you can fucking do. Best friends, whatever. Like I've had to cut off people in my life because I'm just like, nigga, you're not doing shit. You know, shit with your life. Like you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You still talking about the same bullshit. You still talking about shit from high school. You still talking about like dumbass shit. So why the fuck am I entertaining you? Yeah. And sometimes that's hard as a parent or even friends or whatever and stuff but like sometimes you have to do that shit you're just yeah. like nigga my life is leveling and it keeps leveling but yes. you just refuse to level up you just want to stay right here and that's I, just it and i'm supposed to just entertain that shit hell no i keep trying to explain shit to people man if i ever hit the lottery one day i mean i don't play the lottery but let's just say one day i decide to i hit that shit you can't take care of everybody bro like my thing yeah. is is my thing is is I will support you as best that I can, but I'm not going to take care of you. So yeah. understand that just because like I might win $400 million, like I got $400 million. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I got $400 million. I don't have no problem letting niggas know that I have $400 million. I, I will help you as best that I can, but by no means or stretch of imagination am I now taking care of everybody because that's how you go broke. That's yeah. how you go broke. They yeah. talk about it all the time, bro. So this Point blank Mike period. Tyson, Mike Tyson's the perfect example. Of this Nigga, shit. <laughs> you, just get your shit together. Get your shit together, man. Okay. Damn. Ooh, all right. Let's go ahead and get to these arcs of the week here, real quick. I'm getting my first. Damn. My shit is real short and real, real light, man. So I came up here today uh, to clean up my motherfucking uh, man cave game room slash 
uh, studio. Hold on, I was about to say. Hold on, I was about to say. There's something weird that's not in the background. Yeah, you know, like, I moved. Where the fuck, are you? <laughs> I'm, I moved <laughs> like, because uh, I'm gonna do like some setup like here because uh, where I was at, it was just kind of weird picking up weird distortions and sounds and shit. So I just kind of mm, moved around. But yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna set up some shit here. You know, what I'm saying get back to the to the regular. But uh, so y'all came up here to clean my shit. And uh, it was, I was, you know, I turned the AC up before I leave because you know, ain't no point AC going on up here. And uh, I started to try to turn that motherfucker down. It wasn't working. I was like, damn, ain't this a bitch? And so, you know, what I'm saying I took off the thermostat. Eventually, I, I, I checked the batteries, um, swapped them out. Shit didn't work. I pulled the thermostat off the thing. It looked like it got corroded or whatever, and it kind of like maybe damaged it or whatever. So I went downstairs. I grabbed the one off the. The one downstairs brought it up here because they were the same unit. Shit didn't work. I was like, "Wait, this a bitch? Like, why does shit won't fucking work? Um, fuck it. I don't care, though. Uh, so I decided to go to Home Depot and buy a new one. Came here. Installed the bitch. Shit ain't working. I'm all like, bro, at this point, I'm getting hot, right? Because I am hot. I'm sweating. I sweat easily. I'm getting hot. You know what I'm saying? I am hot, literally. I'm a, I'm a professional sweater. You know what I'm saying? So not only I am, am too, I mentally. Bro. Not only <laughs> am I. Nigga, we get that honest, bro. Nigga, I be sweating like a motherfucker. Nigga, nigga. Like, why are you sweating? I'm like, nigga, I be sweating. Nigga, nigga. I be sweating, nigga. It don't, nigga. Walk outside from my from my door to my car. Forehead is glistening. Instantly. <laughs> like, it don't take effort at all, nigga. Body naturally sweats. It is, that means, it is proficient that means we and keep got, it be cool. That means me and you. You got great pores. You know pores what I'm saying? Are open, nigga. You got great pores. Listen, I'm That's a professional sweater, nigga. Like, make that shit known. So, I installed a bitch, right? Sh- set it up, do everything like it tell me to. Motherfucker ain't working. At this point, I'm ready to punch a hole in the wall because I'm hot. I know I got to record later, and I'll be <laughs> damned if I'm going to record in fucking 80 some degree weather in my own fucking house. So, I hit up the chat thing because, uh, I was like, these motherfuckers better be responding today. I ain't trying to hear nothing. Come back to us Monday through Friday from eight to five because I'm gonna throw this motherfucker through the wall. <laughs> they tell me this shit. Luckily, a motherfucker, <laughs> luckily a motherfucker starts responding. I'm like, thank God. I was like, yo, bro, I bought a new fucking thermostat. I installed the bitch the way it told me to. It ain't turning my fucking AC on. At least that's how I felt. But you know, I was being more professional through the goddamn text thing. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, well, uh, let's change the settings, motherfucker. It don't say shit in this fucking little thing right here about changing no fucking settings. And so it's shit. I, w- I went back through and told me to hold down this button and like the down button. I had to go ahead and change some shit from like three to one and six to five. And it's a whole bunch of settings, some shit that is oh, not shit. in the fucking manual. So y'all out here selling nigga shit that exactly. ain't even fucking set up to run the AC when they first get it. Like nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> like, okay. So that's my like Urkel week, man. I'm pissed off because Honeywell, you know what I'm saying? Sold a fucking thermostat to a nigga that didn't come with the proper settings to even run a fucking AC. And heaven forbid that you can't get in contact with nobody or you ain't got fucking Wi-Fi or internet because you're fucked. You're just going to fucking be hot as shit or cold in a bitch depending on whenever your shit go out. So that's my earth, man. Motherfucking thermostat. I was hot. I was sweating. Had to change shirts. Pissed off than a motherfucker. But yeah, you know, (laughs) there's that. Also, I'm a little oh, under the weather it. too. I feel like Raylan gave me like a, a common cold. I'm having mm. the sneezes and, and spitting up phlegm and shit. So, dirty ass daycare yeah, kids. That, man, bro, my daughter never got dirty sick before she went to daycare. Kids. She got sick when she went to daycare. When she started, started going to daycare, whole time yeah, she was out of daycare. Yeah. She ain't <laughs> never get sick, nigga. Not one fucking day, nigga. <laughs> like, life was bliss. Ever since she came back, bro, ever since she started going back, she been getting sick. Oh, dirty ass little niggas, man. Dirty ass little niggas Shit. out there. Annoying me. All right. So, yeah, there's that. Well, so my, Eric, um, Mark is kind of like, 
I almost don't even want to make this arc, but I just have to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm a huge fucking Kanye fan. Okay. Huge fucking Kanye fan. Fucking love Kanye, man. Yeah. Love his antics. Love everything. I don't know about all that, but I fuck with the music. Um, but nigga, my irk is, nigga, can you just drop your fucking Donda album? Nigga? I mean, my nigga. God <laughs> damn. Can like, we just drop the fucking Donda Bro, album? the original Please. Cloud Chaser. Bro, that shit, bro, that shit done, bro. That shit done. I, I, don't, I don't care what this nigga talking about, bro. That shit is done, bro. That nigga might be adding like one fucking drum instrumental to like right. a song that ain't even necessary. But like the problem with niggas like him is, is like he gonna hear it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in his head, it sound better with that. And he can't, he, he can't let it go. <laughs> like me and you ain't gonna be able to understand this shit. Like we exactly. ain't gonna, we ain't gonna hear it. You know what I'm saying? But to like musicians, Bro, like to them, like that's everything. Like yeah. they gonna hear it, and then their musician friends gonna hear. It. Like, oh man, you added a snare to that shit. See, the regular <laughs> niggas don't hear that shit. They be, they be. Exactly. He holding off because niggas in his in, in in his field on his level gonna hear it, and that's why the nigga. Oh yep. nigga, did you hear? I added the snare to that. Yeah, Fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> I added the snare. <laughs> That's it, bro. That whole done, dog. Oh, that whole shit. done. He just adding shit just cause and building clout for when that shit released to have like yeah. the biggest stream day of all time. Exactly. That's and, it. And, and and honestly, he kind of did this. Like I, I was like telling people, like he he honestly kind of did shit with like a uh, fucking life of Pablo. <laughs> like this nigga, but it wasn't like really the album. It was just like every week. It was just like, oh, he changed the name to this. He changed the name to that. He changed the name to this. He changed the name to that. And it was just like three weeks later, his fucking album dropped, and it was just like. Oh, I'm gonna name it Life of Pablo. It's just like, what? Wait a minute, hold on. You went from like all these other names to Life of Pablo. Yep. Like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. And honestly, to Kanye's credit, he probably already knew he was gonna name a Life of Pablo. Yeah, he probably just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm telling you, bro. He the original cloud chaser, bro. He perfected no. it. Who better than the master, dog? And that's how this nigga's doing, bro. He's just building clout for this album. Yo, but the visuals I fucking love. So I fucking love visuals of everything. The fucking visuals of him in this fucking little fucking room with no, nothing but a mattress, no yeah. box spring, no nothing at the fucking Mercedes Benz. <laughs> they say he ran that shit out for like a million dollars a day. A million dollars a day, nigga. <laughs> okay. Come Which on, to bro. Me, I think it's probably overblown. Hey, ain't like, no way he ran that shit out for a million dollars a day, nigga. Nigga, that's a fucking. Man, it's just one, it's just one fucking it, room, nigga. Like what? <laughs> and, and nigga, the shit like a prison cell. And I don't know if you've seen the video. Like it's just like him with a fucking mask on and a fucking um, uh, bulletproof vest. Yeah. Yes, fucking doing push. I saw the pictures. I ain't, out, I ain't seen the video. Out. This nigga's fucking working out, lifting weights and shit. And it's just like bro, this nigga's doing like a prison workout it's again. Like, there's there's two possibilities here, man. Either this nigga is truly insane and he has to tap into whatever he needs to get into in order know, to get right? yeah. in order to get, <laughs> to get to that level of to, to the level of creativity he needs to get to. Or this nigga is honestly the original cloud chaser and this is just marketing <laughs> extraordinaire and he knows how to like get himself into the media and to draw attention. And I don't at this point I really don't know because he could yeah. honestly be out of his rabbit ass mind. <laughs> I mean, he honestly could be, and, and nigga, like, yo, it just depends. Selling, yo, this nigga is selling chicken fingers for fifty dollars <laughs> a basket. <laughs> 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 
He got to pay for the fucking stadium dub. <laughs> what the fuck? He got to pay for the stadium dub. Yo, man. We, talk, we talked about this once before, but Yo. They, uh, Yeezy stands are crazy, bro. Remember, like, uh, did you uh, did you ever see anything a while back, like on eBay? They were selling, like, a bag of air from, like, Kanye's concert for like a hundred dollars. It was like a thousand dollars or some shit. Nigga, what? (laughs) Come on, man. Like, no, the antics is wild, bro. The antics is wild. What's crazy is fifty dollars chicken finger basket for real. It was a chicken finger basket, fifty (laughs) dollars, bro. It's costing that nigga. They were selling. They were selling selling franks. They were selling fucking hot dogs for thirty (laughs) dollars. Nigga, thirty dollar hot dog, nigga. Nigga, that's a hey. They cost a million dollars a day to stay there. You got to pay for this shit somehow. I got to make something back. Shit, fifty dollar chicken finger, man. Fuck out of here! Oh my god! But shout out to him though, man, because it's like, like all his antics match up to everything that he fucking like does or whatever. Nigga, if you selling fifty fifty dollar chicken baskets and niggas is really buying that shit, then yeah, you better suspend yourself up in the air like you Jesus and be levitating and floating because that's what he's done. Nigga, y'all niggas was about to buy eighty dollar fucking Drake candles. Hey, so, whoa, 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 whoa. so Cloud is a motherfucker. I won't buy nothing, nigga. I fucking, you know what I'm saying? Cloud is a motherfucker. Damn, man. <laughs> Cloud, <laughs> Cloud is a motherfucker, nigga. <laughs> like, so, shit. <laughs> that shit matter, oh nigga. God. I was like watching something. I think it was like Kev on stage. He was all right, nigga. For a $50 fucking chicken basket, nigga. Colonel, fucking Colonel Sanders better be in the back <laughs> cooking that shit himself. Nigga. He was like, tossing that shit. Grandma that's dead better be resurrected from the grave and be bro, cooking that shit in the back. $50 chicken, chicken finger baskets? Nah, bro. You, you miss right. me. Nah, nigga. <laughs> nah, we talking about half a bill, nigga. <laughs> nigga. Nah, half I'm out of here. I'm out of here, coach. I was with you till you brought out these fifty dollars chicken finger baskets, nigga. <laughs> so I wonder how much the ticket. Like, were the tickets free to this shit, or 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 did you have to pay for it? Like, I, I'm not sure. To be honest with you, I don't know. Because if the tickets was free to come, it was just like first come first serve. You just got line up. Then, then that would make more sense. It, it makes sense. Then that would make more sense. So yeah. It's like okay, yeah, yeah. cool. Like yeah, it's gonna be fifty fifty dollars chicken. But no, no way that's for free. No way that shit was free, bro. Exactly. So yeah, even no if you charge free. fucking twenty or thirty dollars a ticket to come see this shit, nigga. Yeah, nigga, no fifty dollar chicken strip baskets are not it. And like, yeah, no. Nah. Um, y'all, y'all niggas got it. <laughs> y'all got it because <laughs> it would have been me. Man. Yeah. Okay. All right. But honestly, man, that's some shit that I would do. You know, what I'm saying if I was like dropping something or whatever, I fucking have like a fucking thirty dollar fucking draft beer. That was the fucking cult theory beer. You know what I'm saying? Just Bud Light shit. shit. It tastes like Bud Light. Just Bud Light. I'm a fucking charge that shit. $30 for a fucking 16 ounce. Listen, man, if you can get niggas to pay for it, you know what I'm saying? And fuck it, you know? I just, but nah, bro. I mean, how long were niggas even there, bro? It was just the album. You know what I'm saying? So you're thinking about like an album is usually like an hour, like all totality together. You know what I'm saying? But he did have like performance and like all this like theatrical stuff for whatever. So. I mean, you know, I mean, you got you know performances and all shit. I'm saying, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, my nigga, just gonna drop that shit. Yeah, like yeah, we know it's done, bro. That's like, my original irk. Let's just go on and just drop the fucking album because I know it's gonna be hot. I, I fucking listened to some of the like fucking tracks from the from like the videos, I mean, it's gay. the shit, and it's gay. We, nigga, we already know this shit's gonna be hot, nigga. Yeah. It, you know, what I'm saying it is. So, yeah. goddamn. Yeah. But man, respect to this nigga though, man. This nigga, <laughs> this nigga, is the original fucking... original doubt. No, he's a marketing extraordinaire, bro. Marketing extraordinary, like, nigga. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. He's fucking a love it. Marketing extraordinary. Okay. All right. Now let's get to some some more foolishness. Uh, so in case you've been living under a rock, 
I'm pretty sure you've seen this all on Facebook. I mean, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, this white boy went crazy on a flight. And uh, they had to duct tape that nigga to the seat. So I'm just going to roll this first audio uh, that explains exactly what happened on the plane. From that bizarre scene on a Frontier Airlines flight, where a flight attendant strapped an unruly passenger to a seat with duct tape after he groped two of the attendants, assaulted a third. Will Reef has the story. Good morning, Will. Good morning, George. What a wild situation. The man had allegedly been drinking. The video of the incident is quite shocking. At one point, there's a thrashing physical confrontation. The largest flight attendance union is in the country is now speaking out against Frontier Airlines and how it handled the aftermath of this, just the latest incident in the sky. This morning, fallout growing from this disturbing flight fight, ending in a passenger being wrapped in tape. Oh, 22-year-old Maxwell Barry now facing charges, accused of unruly behavior on a Frontier Airlines flight from Philadelphia to Miami Saturday. Police say Barry had been drinking and groped two female flight attendants and assaulted a male flight attendant. Barry seen here swinging at the man trying to restrain him. He started raising his voice and cursing. And then I realized that he was drunk. The flight attendant's trying to get him under control, duct taping him to a seat. The passenger who shot this video saying the crew did the best they could in the situation. They were very professional, in my opinion. They have to restrain him because he was a, a, a danger for other passengers or himself. Barry, arrested upon landing, now faces three counts of battery. But the airline under fire this morning for its handling of the crew members involved, saying in an initial statement the flight attendants had been suspended pending further investigation, claiming proper policies for restraining passengers had not been followed. Amid backlash from the union representing flight attendants, the airline revising its language to claim the employees are on paid leave. This caught-on-camera fiasco is just another in a spate of incidents with unruly passengers this year. In its new weekly report, the FAA counting more than 3,700 such incidents since January 1st. What we have been saying since the beginning of January is that this new circumstance in aviation is simply something that flight attendants have not been trained for. If we don't get it together really soon across aviation and government, it is going to make people question whether or not they can come to work and be safe and whether or not they want to buy a ticket on an airplane. Okay. Woo. Yeah. So let me let me let me explain to y'all something real quick. <laughs> let me do the math here for y'all again here. So now I actually had to use a calculator for this. <laughs> but they said that it had been thirty seven hundred incidents since January first of this year. Nigga, that's seventeen to eighteen a day. Yeah. On average of people doing the most on fucking airplanes. I don't know what in the fuck is going on in the world, bro. But Ain't no way in hell you watch that video and you telling me that the flight attendants should have been in trouble by how they handled it. What the fuck was they supposed exactly. to do? Well, yeah, what are you supposed to do? This nigga, nigga like, is going ape shit on the fucking plane. You know what I'm saying? And then, and, and then the motherfucker was intoxicated. He was touching people inappropriately and then yeah. assaulted somebody. Are you fucking shitting me? Bro, and you suspended? Like, because they had to change the shit later, but initially they said they suspended them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? 
for not handling the procedure properly. And here we go. For we find out, well, uh, obviously you can't be trained for this shit because niggas definitely couldn't train me. Because the only way, only thing I know how to do is to knock a motherfucker out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Hit that nigga with a fucking Brutality. get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> like, what you mean, nigga? Like, ain't no fucking way, bro. Like, and this is why I couldn't be no teacher. This is why I couldn't be no flight attendant. Yeah. Let me see. Let me name something else. No fucking. Uh, um, it's hard enough working in retail, but I couldn't be no waiter or waitress. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. nigga, <laughs> fuck no. You know, like, bro, ain't shout no way. Who are doing that? But bro, like, oh my god, shout out to a lot of patience, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, ain't no, ain't no way, man. Because, dude, they all they did was tape that motherfucker to the thing, man. But really, what gained this shit a lot of steam was uh. So most people have probably seen it by now, but it's actually a parody video of a motherfucker who uh, gives the story of like the flight attendant. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It it's from funny a yeah, fuck. yeah. It's from it's from my boy. Uh, it's from a YouTuber. His name is a Real Spark. The Real Spark. You can find him on Instagram at the underscore real underscore spark. Uh, I'm gonna play the audio here real quick because that shit is <laughs> like the most hilarious take ever. Because when I first saw it, I thought that shit was like the real I dude. It was real, I bro. Was, I was like, like, I was all like, yo, this gotta be like the realest interview I didn't ever heard in my entire <laughs> fucking life. But then I seen, I seen the fucking. Instagram tag on the thing. I was like, they don't put that shit on the fucking thing. So yeah. I went to the page. I was like, oh, this nigga, this nigga playing, yeah. bro. Okay, all right, but uh, here we go. I'm gonna go and run that out of you because that shit is hilarious. Belligerent passenger causing sheer chaos in the air, and it got so bad that flight attendants had to duct tape the man to his seat. Ever since masks were required on airplanes, flight attendants say that their work has become downright dangerous. Now understand something. I'm a flight attendant. That means I attend the flights. Sometimes our job has us attending to crazy people. If you push us too far, you're going to have to attend this ass whooping. <laughs> you see, because on this particular flight, I'm sitting in a jump seat and I'm just looking at him act a damn fool. He's spitting and cussing and going crazy. I say, that's enough. I got up and I walked over there. And by the way, this man smelled like a pack of Marlboro cigarettes, uh, four shots of Everclear alcohol, and regrets. So I know <laughs> something's about to go down. At this point, he's touching all over my co-worker's breasts. And where he fucked up at is when he touched my titties. Because I don't play that. So what I did is I took that to duct tape. I said, he got scared. Start stuttering. Say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. I said, yeah. We about to mummify your ass now, boy. So we wrapped him up. Better than any Christmas present you ever see. He won't be coming on no more frontier flights at all. Yo, man. Yo, man. Shout out to that dude. That shit Shout out to that nigga, man. That shit is fucking hilarious, man. Drop one, like, one for my dude, man. Bro, what he was, t- bro, as guys, my witness, all I saw, I saw it on Facebook. Uh, when when Ash sent the video, I was like, "Bro, this is the most hilarious interview yeah, I didn't ever seen." He the realest, bro. And then I, <laughs> I seen the mummify your ass. Mummify your ass. I was all like, "Yo, man, this nigga don't give a fuck." He's like, "I got this minute. I don't give a damn." I'm gone. <laughs> like, I got this nigga Instagram page. I'm all like, "Oh, this nigga playing, bro. This nigga ain't the actual fight attendant of that shit." That nigga say he smell like a pack of Marlboros, four shots of Everclear, and regret, and regret. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, like, oh, okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> talk about oh, doing God. talk about doing the most, man. Fucking okay. Man. But yeah, man, I don't know what's in the water, bro. I don't know if it's, you know what I'm saying, folks just feeling more emboldened or just losing their goddamn mind, man. But like, I'm scared to get on the flight. I feel like they need to let me carry on the flight, man. Cause if I got a cap a nigga, you know what I'm saying? God ain't let me, God ain't let me have the freedom to do that shit. Motherfucker opened the door while I'm on the flight and got me fucked up. Okay. All right. Cool. Let's get into these, uh, stories from Reddit. Uh, first one I'm gonna read. Um, this is, um, some shit that I've talked about extensively with friends and family before, but I'm gonna bring this up on the pot again. So this one is a uh, girlfriend's daughter won't give me a chance. I started, oh, this is from the, uh, dating over 30 Reddit group as well, y'all. Uh, I started dating this amazing woman about three months ago. Everything has been going incredibly well. She has three kids and the youngest two get along with my daughter and I really well. Her youngest is even attached to my hip most nights. Her oldest, a 14 year old female, just refuses to give me a shot. She says I'm funny, but that I have a weird vibe and I'm ugly. <laughs> I stay neutral and don't give it, don't give into it, but it's weighing on my significant other. Tonight we talked and she said she just can't be in a relationship with someone her daughter doesn't like. She said if things don't change in a few months, she would have to end it. I feel terrible. I get praised by her for being an amazing boyfriend and treating her better than anyone ever. She tells me I'm consistent, I'm kind, I'm easy to date, yet we are here we are. I feel as though her ending it would be throwing the baby out the window with with them be throwing the baby out with the baby with the bathwater. They have been through a lot with the previous guy. He was terribly abusive to my significant other and her girls. I get that her oldest has been traumatized by that. And here I am paying the price. It's incredibly disheartening. What am I supposed to do? I feel as though I'm in an impossible situation. Like I'm on a ticking clock. I have been patient and engaging with all her daughters. I even canned peaches with her mom and had a great time last weekend. I'm just at a loss. Any advice would be great. Ain't really no advice here, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ain't really no advice here. I mean, like, uh, on, on one hand, I do feel like, um, she should give it more time for the daughter to come around. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, she said, like, in a few weeks, like, well, goddamn. I mean, like, get a daughter time to get to know this motherfucker a little yeah, bit more. Acclimated to yeah. this new situation over here. Yeah, like, you only been dating three months. Nigga, <laughs> like, what exactly. the fuck? Like, and honestly, because um, in some of the comments, what they brought up, um, people were bringing it up. How long? And I never really get an answer, but a lot of this has to do probably with how long it took for from when the mom ended that relationship to, to now get into another relationship. Yeah. And that's a fact yeah. that she got to take into account, right? Because if. She got out of that, and then a month later was in a relationship with a guy again. Well, yeah, the daughter is gonna be like, like, yo, exactly. Yeah, she's gonna be standoffish. Now, if you talk about like a year, I don't really know what's a proper time frame, but the mom has to have a life too. So, if you're talking about a year, a year is a good enough time to me, in my opinion, to where yeah, that dude was an asshole. I found a great guy now, though. So here we go. But yeah, I think that she's just only been dating three months. I think you, yeah, like. That's a really short fuse for you to be like, well, my daughter doesn't like you, so we may have to end this shit. Like, well, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Reason number 475 as to why I wouldn't date a woman with kids. <laughs> but okay, cuz, let's get your opinion on this shit. Yeah, man, that's tough, man. Um, you know, you know, so just like, you know, so what you said too, it's just all like, man, like I had that hard like rule. I was like, I'm not dating no woman with no kids. Like, fuck that shit. No, nah, that man. is just, my rule. Just, it was like, fuck that. <laughs> but yeah, you're a little more easy going too. You know what I'm saying? Where um, 
I am, you know, because I mean, at my age, you know, I'm fucking 34. You yeah. know what I'm saying? At my age, yeah, like, that's the those thing. women are going to have, yeah. you know what I'm saying, kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, this this was but, my rule at 20. 18, 19, 20, 21. Yeah. And like, obviously today, I might have to be a little bit more flexible with that shit. Yeah, this was my rule like last year. And then I just quickly realized, <laughs> like, goddamn. Uh, Found out real quick. I gotta fucking change this yeah. a little bit. The, the dating pool is low. Unless I'm going yeah. to be a creep out here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, there's really no advice. I mean, honestly, I mean, you have to give the, the kid time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is very weird. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even dating girls with kids, you know, for me, yeah. it's just like, I always like, I, I don't expect nothing. I just be like, Hey, you know what I'm saying? I always let the woman kind of lead and just be like, Oh, Hey, now I want to introduce my yeah. kid, whatever. It's like that. I don't pressure nothing. I don't, nothing. I'm just like, yo, like at the end of the day, I want this to be comfortable for you and your kids because I know it's a package deal at the end of the day. Yeah. And like, that's the thing that some people don't realize. Like when you are dating a woman that has kids and stuff like that, like that shit is a package fucking deal. I mean, she got kids. And, yeah, she got kids, and she definitely ain't gonna fucking choose you over her fucking kids unless Fuck she's no. a fucking idiot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, I will I will say this though: it's tough. It's tough. My my but, only advice would be for him to sit down with her and be all like, "Okay, so here's the thing: the family dynamics isn't working out. So why don't we push that back? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, when we yeah. see each other, we only go out with each other. We don't do the with family us. thing. Yeah, yeah, we don't be exactly, around each other's kids. Yeah. And you know, like until she's had more time to heal from what she went through with. You know the other other person. You know what I'm saying like I, I I like you. I think you're great. I think you're amazing. Um, I don't want to lose you, but obviously your daughter feels some type of way. I don't want to make her uncomfortable. So you know we only see each other you know when we can. You know and you know we keep in touch and you know we still try to make it work somehow. You know right right because my thing is is um, I think she is overblowing it as well to just completely throw because obviously if you're a good dude you know what I'm saying and if he's writing this I'm assuming the guy's a great guy she's just throwing away a great guy because of her daughter I mean mom yeah. has to have a life too and so yep. you know trust your intuition you know what I'm saying think about shit like that but that'd be my only advice because yeah the only way you're going to get comfortable more comfortable with her is it's going to be through time like you're only yeah. been dating three months so I ain't gonna throw a nigga away after after three months after 90 days nigga like, yeah. oh it's been 90 days my daughter don't like you she ain't gonna like no nigga you bring another nigga in there tomorrow she ain't gonna like him like exactly. it's just exactly. everyone I'm gonna be weird you know what I'm saying they're gonna do things she's gonna find a reason to not like him more than likely but yeah that, that'd be my, my thing let's just hold up extend this out you know what I'm saying then after a year maybe we can revisit trying to be around each other again and shit yeah Okay, all right. Here's that one. My next one comes from a, uh, a subreddit titled uh, "Am I the Asshole?" So this one is, <laughs> "Am I the Asshole for bringing fast food to my friend's wedding?" It says, "A couple of weeks ago, my friend got married. Her husband's family is rich, so they had a huge and very formal wedding, complete with a stunning four course meal. She posted the food menu in advance, and I found out very quickly that I didn't like many of the meals." Her family loves seafood, so she had things like baked scallops, lobster tail, crab cakes, etc. All seafood options. Now, this might sound heavenly to some people, but I really dislike seafood, and the vegetarian alternatives didn't sound much better. So I asked my friend if I could just bring my own food. She said yes. Nice. At the dinner reception after the wedding, I ordered some burgers from a popular fast food chain to be delivered. Not going to say which one, but there's a, only a few that you can really guess. Anyhow, 
as I was eating my food, everyone just kept side-eyeing me. I know I probably looked weird eating a fast food hamburger while everyone else ate scallops and stuff, but I also felt like I was being majorly judged. My friend, the bride, also gave me that weird side-eye at some point. After the dinner portion was over and people started dancing, socializing more, one of the bridesmaids told me that it would have been more proper to eat something that didn't draw so much attention. Bitch, everybody... Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Let me finish this shit real quick. So I guess she was referring to the paper bag and drink I had since it kind of stood out. Not a big deal, but I don't know. I guess the comment just got me thinking, am I the asshole here Reddit? You're not an asshole. No. You're not an asshole at fucking all. But here, here's the thing. So the this, fucking bride already said you can bring shit, bro. You you already got the approval. First of all, bro, what you thought I was gonna bring in this bitch? Seafood? <laughs> like, bitch, I didn't want what I was eating. Okay, but but here's the thing. So in this subreddit, after each you get everyone votes and shit, right? Asshole, not the asshole. And so they eventually label it. So this one got labeled asshole. So most of the people in this bitch what? thought she was asshole. So this has always been my thing with weddings, right? Because first off, just for full disclosure, I ain't even want to feed niggas at mine. I was all like, the niggas can just show up. They ain't got to bring a fucking gift. The niggas just got to show up. BYOB, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even want to feed niggas. I'm having the first ever BYOB way. Yeah. Trish and her mama was laughing, but I was being dead ass. Like, why we got to feed people? I I never understood that part of it. They coming to my wedding. Like, it's my day. (laughs) Like, these niggas should be. These niggas should be. Niggas should be. But I got to spend all this money for y'all niggas. (laughs) These niggas should be feeding me. But, you know, whatever. You know, I, I don't make the rules here. Um, and so I remember one time I had a cousin. Um, this nigga felt shysters because somebody made a comment about what he wore to to the to the uh, to a wedding, and all he, he had on like some slacks and like a polo shirt, and uh, somebody was all like, "Oh, so you wore that?" Like making it seem like that ain't wedding attire. First I mean, off, if that's what he nigga, what is wedding attire? It's just like nigga, like if that's what he has, that's what he has, nigga. Like, when I tell you, see, this is where like I go into like some cult theory type shit, and I talk to I beat to the rhythm of my own drum. Bro, I don't give a fuck what anybody wore to my exactly. wedding, bro. <laughs> I don't fuck. give a fuck, nigga. You could have been that bitch in jeans and a t shirt, nigga. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, you me, the only dress attire is for maybe like the groomsmen's, like the bridesmaids, because and that's it. That's Everybody it. else who just shows up and fucking participates in this shit, you can wear the fuck you want to. Bro, nigga, show up in a fucking robe and a chain. I don't give a fuck. Y'all niggas like, care about <laughs> way too much shit, man. That like ain't relevant or important. Ain't relevant nigga. to nothing. Like, it's not gonna change the wedding. That's not gonna change y'all being in love. It's not gonna change anything. So <laughs> everybody's so sitting around eating, drinking, conversating, and y'all worried about the fact this nigga got a brown bag on the fucking table? <laughs> like, are you shitting me? <laughs> like, what? See, these are the type of people you don't need in your life, bro. All this is telling you yeah. is that these niggas right here, like they uppity and care stuck about up. The image. Care yeah, about care about the image and shit, man. Like, get the fuck out of here, nigga. I don't give a fuck, yeah. nigga. Nigga, I wanted to serve barbecue in my shit. Found out real quickly that shit would have been way too fucking expensive. So we had to run that shit back. And I was all like, okay, hear about this. How about we feed these niggas this shit? And we go get me a chopped beef baked potato. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I was I was dead ass nigga. <laughs> Y'all will never you will never understand how dead ass I was, bro. Like as God is my witness. You know, the logistics just didn't work out though. You know, I didn't know how to get like a chopped beef baked potato there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Also, I was wearing all white, so that probably wouldn't work that, that well. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I had to think about that shit. You know, nigga, what if you draw barbecue? So, oh, I was like, oh, damn. Okay. All right. You got some, you make it, you making some valid points here, Shotty. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I just, it's shit like this, man, that always gets me because 
it just goes to show that people truly put their image and their care on that shit way too fucking much. Exactly. Because and this ain't even like a a bad like this is truly like the most minuscule thing I could think of when it comes to a wedding. Like yeah. if the nigga would have showed up in basketball shorts and a t shirt, I right, like, okay now you. You know, okay. Yeah, at least it like, came with a polo. It came with a collar shirt. Like, like you, what the like, fuck? And like, some slacks. Like, okay, now you tripping. All right, Maybe I don't know. This but nigga doesn't own a suit. Maybe this nigga doesn't own a suit. This I'm is like saying, the best. Bro, like, I don't own shit. a suit. I mean, fuck I a don't suit. even own a suit. Exactly. I don't, I don't own, a suit. own a suit. When I go to a fucking <laughs> wedding, bro, I will not be in a fucking suit. First off, it's too fucking hot for all that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if it's in the winter, you might catch me in a suit, but you'll never catch me in a suit above seventy. Again, yeah. I sweat too fucking hard for that shit. Yeah. Fuck out of here, man. But yeah, it's it's shit like this. It just irks me, man. That's okay, yeah. All right, so this this last one I want to read, man. This shit is just I, I'm I'm in. It's just the audacity of this shit is just <laughs> so amazing to me <laughs> that like as I was reading it, I was just all like, I'm reading this shit just so people can truly see how ridiculous this shit is. But this shit is also from the Am I the Asshole um, subreddit. It says. Am I the asshole for rudely telling my mother-in-law the reason why I won't give my son my husband's last name? It says, hi, I'm a mother of a six-year-old son. I've been with my husband for three years. His family is a big, a big, proud family of law enforcement officers, and my husband is a law enforcement officer himself. They love my son as their as their own, but my mother-in-law repeatedly asked about the possibility of giving him the family's name as in as in change his last name, which belongs to my late husband's, then list the reasons why I should consider it. I gave no answers in hopes she'd drop it. My husband was working with me, and my son visited his family last weekend. My mother-in-law asked again when I will finally give my son the family's last name. Oh, excuse me. I felt annoyed. I said I needed time to think about it to get her off my back. But the brother-in-law chimed in saying I should feel honored and not even take time to think about it because his family's name and reputation are well known among others. Mother-in-law said by not considering it, I'm creating distance between them and my son and preventing them from being a family under one name. I was mad. I said I wasn't going to do that anytime soon and will wait until my son's old enough to decide. I added that I didn't feel his right to make this decision on my son's behalf, no matter how much his stepfamily loved him. He's already has a father that gave him a respectful last name, and this should be enough, period. Brother-in-law and his cousin chuckled sarcastically. Mother-in-law and sister-in-law said I was a hypocrite for expecting them to treat my son as their own and yet refused to let them give him their last name. I responded that they're the ones letting a name dictate the kind of relationship they have with my son. I don't understand why it's so important to have my son have their last name like it's supposed to complete him or something. Mother-in-law still argued about it after I said this was between me and my husband and didn't stop. So I left during dinner, then got a text from mother-in-law thanking me for rudely telling her that her family's name isn't good enough for me and my son. She said it's my decision to keep my son's last name, but should no longer expect them to treat him as if they are his family after I made it abundantly clear that they are not. Mother-in-law emptied the room she had for for when my son visits, and sister-in-law sent her husband and gave back the gift she gave to my son and made up an excuse for it. I was hurt and and consulted mom who said I should show my in-laws compliance if I wanted benefits for me and my son's future since they have potentials and are well off. My son's current last name is useless at this point, according to her. My husband is conflicted. One minute he's saying his mom kind of has a point. The next he's on the phone yelling at her to stop it, but still thought uh, being rude was not the way. Did I go too far and was I the asshole? <laughs> <laughs> what? Hell no. 
Hell what? no, nigga did, did, nigga! did you hear the audacity and all of that shit? Audacity, nigga. <laughs> nigga where's this? That's at? more egregious. That's where? more egregious than Kanye fucking nigga. charging sixty uh, fucking fifty dollars chicken fingers, nigga. nigga. This where, is egregious. Where's this at? That shit's buy one get one free out here right now, nigga. Audacity <laughs> is on sale. Buy two, buy one get three free, nigga. Nigga, you fucking shitting me? That shit is fucking egregious, nigga. Man, first off, what? First off, nigga, y'all already disrespecting the fact that like I had a husband that loved me, and unfortunately exactly. he passed away, and that's when some baby daddy issue who ain't here no more. Who just you know like, what I'm saying? It's like okay, cool. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, nigga. She was nigga. She was with this nigga before like, he passed away, dog. Like, and the only remembers that like his legacy that's gonna live on is through his son. Is that last name? You know what exactly. I'm saying, bro? I couldn't be. I couldn't. It couldn't. That couldn't be my nephew, bro. And, and, and like she even she she and even contemplate the idea of changing his fucking last name because I'm setting it off in this motherfucker. I give a fuck to their law enforcement officers. Y'all niggas exactly. can't shoot anyway. Y'all only kill innocent people, so I ain't worried about y'all. Here, here, bro. And, and and once again, bro. Here, this is a group of law enforcement officers, bro. They feel entitled. They feel entitled yeah, to that that's shit. Crazy. That's what made this shit even crazier is the fact that like they feel like. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should be fucking begging to have a last name. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, you said you walk down the street, you know what I'm saying? He, O'Connor, you know what I'm saying? Like, they gonna know who the fuck he is. You know what I'm saying? Fuck out of here, bro. The disrespect is is the audacity is buy one, get three free out here. These people don't lost their goddamn mind. I'm folding everybody. Don't nobody ever need to show up to my house. <laughs> this nigga talking about his mom kind of has a point. I'm divorcing this nigga. I already <laughs> see I done made a mistake. This shit is over, nigga. I'm getting the fuck out of there, bro. That's crazy. Are you shitting me? That's crazy. Bro, it couldn't be my nephew, bro. My brother died yeah. and you trying to change my nephew last name because that name has meaning. I'm I'm pulling up on everybody, bro. Like I'm here crazy, every man. fucking day. Don't you ever bring your ass around his family again. Fuck out of here, man. Cause if you want to change his last name to them, then that's his family. Then that's, that's my, that's my thing at that point. You want to yeah. change his last name to that. You know what I'm saying? Because like they name me some shit. Oh no, fuck out of here. Yeah, no, that's my brother's last. That's our last name. That's my brother's. Like that's his son. Exactly. Fuck out of here. Oh, that shit had me hotter than fish yeah. grease. People, yeah, people. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that shit had me hot. I was thinking, like, bro, if Yo. I die and Trish try to change Raylan's last name, bro, yeah, I'm, like, I'm what? fucking coming back, nigga. <laughs> I'm coming back. My soul would be plunged back into my body, and I'm pulling up, nigga. Fucking half eating and all flesh decaying. I don't give a fuck, nigga. I'm pulling up. You got me fucked up. Beyond, beyond fucked up. That's crazy, man. Oh, man. Okay. Damn, all right. The audacity. Nigga. Uh, what's this? Buy one, get one free out here like a motherfucker, <laughs> man. All right. Let's go hang into some other shit here real quick. Just another day of me and black in America. Let me just go ahead and roll this audio and y'all will get the picture after he's done. Was a Sunday afternoon showing that started like any other. Realtor Eric Brown was taking his client through the home on Sharon Avenue in Wyoming when he noticed a growing police presence in the neighborhood. I just thought, well, we're going to have to probably leave because they're maybe looking for um, a criminal. And Roy's son, uh, Sammy, came upstairs and said that there were a whole lot of police officers outside the home. And that's when Roy looked outside and noticed that there were officers there and, and they were um, pointing guns towards the property. Roy, the client, announced themselves to the officers. They say police then ordered them to exit the home in single file with their hands in the air. 
All three were put in handcuffs, including Roy's 15-year-old son. They keep the guns drawn on us until all of us were in cuffs. So um, that was a little... Yeah, a little traumatizing, I guess. You know, under the current climate of things, you just really don't know what's going to happen. It was only then the men say they had a chance to explain themselves. Eric showing police his credentials as a real estate agent showing the house, at which point they were free to go. That officer came back and apologized again. Uh, but at the same time, um, the damage is done. Wyoming police say they were responding to a report of a break-in and their actions followed protocol, telling us that same home was recently broken into and the 911 caller indicated the person arrested had returned. Even with that in mind, Eric and Roy can't help but feel that race was at the heart of it. I would be lying to you if I said if I was just you and you. If you guys were in that house, if you got to walk up to that house, I don't think the neighbor would have called. And if she would have called, I don't believe that the officers would have reacted the same to you than they did to us. While the whole incident only lasted a few moments, Eric says it's made a lasting impact. Well, I feel pretty anxious about, you know, or nervous or maybe even a little bit scared about what do I do to protect myself then if I'm going to show a home. Um, any authorities just get called on a whim like that? Do, do, uh, do I have to, am I just automatically the, the, the criminal? Because that's, that's pretty much how we were treated in that situation. That's fucking terrible, man. No. Okay. Jesus Christ. So again, we, we're going to go through this again. You can't even be a real estate agent in this motherfucker. Bro. <laughs> Damn. People always, con- conservative GOP people, uh, the, our, our opposition, our ops, I always talk about how we always bring up race and different things like that. Here's the issue that I constantly bring up. That shit does not happen to white people. Just if doesn't. they would have saw white people in the house, they would have thought that, oh, yeah. And obviously, if it's a house for sale, it's got a for sale sign in it. They would have thought that it was just a realtor showing off the house because it was a black people because it was black people in there. They thought that they were breaking into the house. The thought of them actually being there to buy the house doesn't mean anything, you know what I'm saying? And then here's the 911 caller or the person who called 911 saying that the person who broke into the house is back. So, again, now all black people look alike. <laughs> like, so, okay, so everybody looking like, even though what they said again, that he was what, um, when I was reading the article, I think he was like 10 shades darker or 10 shades lighter than like the, the person who was arrested the last time. Yeah, he was like a whole, he was like a whole different skin tone, bro. Like compared to the person, so he was either darker or he was either much darker or much lighter than the person who had actually got arrested the first time for the crime. That's crazy as fuck. And it's annoying Damn. because again, here's the situation. And this is why I constantly trying to explain to people, this could happen to you at any this could be any one of us. Any, yep. Any you know what I'm saying? Here you is, and they're friends. He's known this guy since he was ten years old, since they were ten years old. So, you know, he's showing up, you know, this isn't like, you know, um, by chance he just happened to get this realtor and this is friends that they know show up oh yeah bro I'm a realtor show you the house you know what I'm saying and next thing you know cops pulling up to the house instantly on guard my my thing isn't even with them going in there and questioning them right because if somebody calls the police you're going to go inside you're going to question right but there's no way they run up in there guns drawn and it's white people exactly like, <laughs> shit just drawn, doesn't happen like, like they ain't even like if, if you if you would have told me they pulled up listen we just put you in handcuffs because we got another one call saying they saw you break in we don't know. We got a he shay, he shay moment at the moment. We just, for precaution only, okay? Just want to let you know that. 
I I still would be good, right? Because then that's yeah, officers protecting yeah. themselves exactly. until they get the whole story. You know what I'm saying? But they had guns drawn, guns bro. Drawn, like okay. Again, and I, and like I can understand where he's coming from too. He's just like nigga in the current climate. When he's like, you don't know what, bro. The fuck. Scared like, as fuck. Like, scared as fuck. Five minutes, but nigga, that five minutes felt like a lifetime. You got a gun pointed at your fucking face, bro. That doesn't have a like, safety on it because they only carry Glocks. Yeah, so like, Glocks don't have a safety on them, bro. So you know, what I'm saying a nigga accidentally, you know, what I'm saying, you know, has an itch that he needs to scratch. Some little fucking movement. Yeah, or whatever you shift stuff. too hard, bro. Like exactly, and then that motherfucking pulls the trigger, and then now you're gone. It's just like, oh my bad. He he moved. What? You know, what I'm saying he moved, and and I just I don't understand protocol here because when you take a CHL class, you talk to any tactical person that trains, they always tell you, you don't draw your gun unless you are in an imminent danger. That is the entire exactly. purpose of owning a firearm. In the state of Texas, you are not allowed to draw your weapon, brandish it, do anything of that nature unless you are in an imminent danger. If somebody right now is kicking in my door, swear to God, this is the rules in the state of Texas. This is the law. I cannot shoot that motherfucker as he is kicked in the door and stepped into my house. I can yeah. actively know that he is kicking my door and trying to get in, but until he has actually stepped into my house, I cannot shoot. I cannot fire upon that person. And you telling me cops can just pull up with only information of a break in? Yeah. No violence, no, no, nothing other than no violent activity or nothing like that. And they can just show up guns drawn and shit. It's seven police officers. How many fucking police Crazy. officers do you need? Exactly. It's, it's, it's annoying. It's 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 just and it's just, it's just disheartening, man. Like every day we hear shit about this, you know what I'm saying? And people try to say it's not race, but again, I I'm just saying somebody showed me the story where this is happening to white people, and I walk away from it. But it doesn't happen to them. It just never yeah. does. So, in which case, yeah, there we go. All right, let's get to something a little more lighthearted here, man. Cause that shit irked me. Uh, let's get to this. Would you rather though? I got one. I got a few here because because I don't know if you got any. Yeah, I got one. Okay. Um, Guy, do yours. I know your shit is. This is a this is a this is a cult theory special for since we're doing a two man show. Okay, here we go. Literally man show. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! Here we go. Would you rather? (laughs) Okay. Fuck. Yo, you got to choose one. You got to choose one. Damn. All right. That's the point, right? I got to choose one. Would you rather suck a nigga's dick? (laughs) Of course. Of course. (laughs) Of course. Why? What else? What else would he be asking me right now, (laughs) y'all? What else would he be asking? (laughs) Keep going, motherfuckers. You say we don't have we don't have the ass here, so okay. Because for her, just be like, oh yeah, whatever. But this is because it's between two grown heterosexual men. Yeah. Would you rather suck a nigga's dick? Oh God. Or let him fuck in the ass. You got to choose one. You just got to choose one. Oh, I ain't sucking no nigga dick. You fucking a suck it. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't sucking no nigga dick, bro. <laughs> nah, like, like, nah, bro. Like, the levels of trauma, I feel like that shit will carry with you for the rest of your life. It's some shit that, like, I do not want to deal with. But you got to think, but you got to think about, too, though. Like, nigga, you got to bend over, spread yeah. your cheeks, and willingly let a nigga insert his yeah, penis but- inside your ass. 
No, I can't. I ain't putting a nigga dick in my mouth, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit ain't happening. So, y'all yeah, gonna go with getting fucked for 500 because that shit ain't happening, nigga. <laughs> Hell no. Which one you choosing, nigga? Yeah, you ain't putting on the <laughs> <You don't know. laughs> Go ahead in a minute, cuz. You ain't putting no nigga dick in your mouth. Hell no. Hell no. Oh, shit. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Man. Go ahead. You see, she was crazy. Getting, getting pumped like, for two. Getting pumped for two. Thank you. First, <laughs> first off, my original one was I was gonna do a threefer, but I was like, ah, oh, that's too easy. Because I was just all like, would you rather suck a nigga's dick, get fucked, or do the fucking to another nigga? Oh, come on. But I was like, ah, that's too easy because then I'm about to say, I'm, 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 I'm definitely gonna be gay for a day. I'm definitely gonna be gay for this moment. So that's why I, I ain't doing one. getting I'm about to say, yeah, you good. Cause yeah, yeah cause yeah. I definitely ain't the one that's doing any other any of the service part of this. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck that shit. But to answer the question, um, oh man, <laughs> neither, honestly, neither. Honestly, I thought so hard about like your answer. I didn't really think about my own answer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sit here, fuck. I ain't putting no nigga dick in my mouth, bro. Fuck that I shit. I think I might have to go with sucking the dick. Oh, dog. Nah, man, you got it. You got it, cuz you got it. Cause I'm like, man, I don't, man, I don't know, man. To me, it's like, man, just having a nigga's dick in your ass and he just pumping you, like, fuck that. <laughs> oh, fuck that. Oh shit. man. So yeah, I think I'm just going to go on to go on with sucking dick. Oh, I think I'm about to go on to just you got it, yeah, cuz <laughs> you got it. <laughs> uh, nah, nigga. <laughs> fuck, oh, fuck that, man. Nah. Well, at least we know. At least we know out there. Um, so, John, we have uh, we have another fan. Uh, oh so no, no, nah, fuck, so, fuck, uh, fuck so out of here, so, fuck so out of here. No, 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 fuck that shit. Hell no, <laughs> hell no. To the no, to the no, no, no. No, fuck that shit. You, yeah, you got it, oh, cuz. No, no. Okay. Oh man. Now, let's yeah, get to my shit. Cause my, you know, it was my shit. My shit. <laughs> Cause I was thinking the same thing, right? Let me think. What would you rather? Since it's just me and Cuz, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Of course, you two man special, baby. Of, two of, man special. of course, you had to do some fucking weird shit. <laughs> so <laughs> mine is a little bit more, you know, what we talk about on the average day. Nigga, would you rather be the star of a bad team or an average player on an elite team? Mm. Mm. Ooh. You in the NBA? Yeah, you can either be LeBron, like, oh, man. That's you can either be LeBron on the uh, on the on the Cleveland Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers <laughs> or you can be fucking I don't know Sasha Vujacic doing the Kobe and <laughs> and Gasol Sasha era. Nigga, <laughs> you could be, be Cal Corver on the fucking Cavs <laughs> or on the fucking now. Nah, Cal Corver starting though. You can't be no Cal Corver. That's a starter. You an average true. ass nigga, so you got to be like a Sasha Vujacic. You know, what I'm saying a a fucking uh, what's the nigga name that Kobe said shouldn't have been in the NBA. Oh, oh fucking um I know you're talking about too Smush Parker Smush Parker yeah. Are you gonna be a Smush Parker nigga Smush <laughs> Parker walking to any gym right now drop 42 yeah, exactly <laughs> He was all like he shouldn't have been in it <laughs> Yeah nigga So wait, what it's gonna oh, be shit. cut Um 
my ego is just telling me to go. I nigga, I gotta be a star player. Yeah, nigga, I'm gonna be a star player, bro. I, I gotta be a star. I don't want to be like, the like, average nigga on a good team. Exactly. Who the fuck remember that nigga? Exactly. <laughs> like, we only yeah, remember Swiss Parker because like, of how bad he is. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you might win three championships, but who the fuck, nigga? You didn't contribute really nothing. No, bro. Like what? What? Fuck no, bro. I'm trying to be the nigga. First off, the nigga gets paid, and so exactly. what? I, I, I say this shit all the time, right? Like, yo, do championships and all that shit may, might mean a lot, but fuck all that, man. When all this shit is all said, none, nigga. It matter how much money you got. Russell Westbrook ain't missing no sleep at night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Chris Paul ain't losing no sleep at night. You know, yeah. you know, like fuck that. Niggas like, may not see these niggas want to win a championship, yeah. but it's just like at the end of the day, it's like, hey, nigga, I'm paid. Niggas yeah, know me. I'm going. I'm going to the Hall of Fame at the end of. The day. And to me, to me, to me, going to the Hall of Fame and shit like that, to me, should be like the ultimate fucking honor. More yeah, than a championship like, or anything. Fuck, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's the ultimate honor. Ultimate like, honor to me is this fucking bank account when I'm done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you talking to a nigga that ain't got. You know, obviously, I ain't no elite athlete, so I mean, that shit might might be different to them niggas, but no. Yeah. Only thing that matters to me is these fucking coins. I'm putting my heart on. I'm putting my heart on the line. Put my body on the line. I'm trying to win as best as I can. Yeah. But the only reason why is because the better I play, the more I get paid. So you know, yeah. if championship come, a championship come. But I'm trying to get this money, nigga. Fuck yeah. yeah, I be going to the niggas gonna pay me the most. Fuck it, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> niggas could have went. Could have niggas could have went zero and eighty two last year, nigga. I'm still I'm still signing with them, nigga. I'm still, nigga. Oh, y'all finna give me thirty million a year? Are right, you straight, nigga? Fuck it. Niggas getting paid fifty a year now, nigga. No inflation, yeah, yeah, a motherfucker, yeah, okay. ain't it? If you want to, if you want to have proof of inflation, nigga, five years ago, athletes pay five years ago thirty million a year in the NBA would have been top money, and these niggas getting broke off fifty a year now. Yeah. That is amazing, nigga. Shit's crazy. Fully guaranteed, nigga. You tell your ACL, guess what, nigga? You getting paid every dollar. <laughs> Put your shoulder. NFL, on the other hand. Woo. Yeah. Unless you unless you Kirk Cousins. Unless you Kirk Cousins. Some niggas just luck up and get the bag regardless. You know? Unless you Kirk Cousins. Okay. All right, but yeah, I'm with you because yeah, I'm trying to be the star, bro. I ain't trying to yeah, be no. Yeah, I'm gonna be the star. Second, yeah. secondary ass nigga. Fuck out of here. Yeah, definitely can't be Smush Parker making league minimum. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, can't I mean, be all the league minimum. I'll take the league minimum right now. <laughs> but no, nah, but if I got that kind of talent, I'm trying to be the best. Seventy thousand. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shit. Who, who you telling, nigga? Okay, <laughs> let's go and get to this last one. Our most foolish story of the week, and this one shouldn't come by surprise because we knew these niggas weren't gonna go away. But they seem to resurface every couple of weeks. So this one is from the uh, businessinsider.com. It has Donald Trump wants his supporters to carry Trump cards. Mm. Donald Trump wants his supporters to carry Trump cards. Trump's PAC sent two emails on Wednesday asking supporters to get on board with carrying the red and gold cards, which look like credit cards and bear the former president's signature. The car you select will be carried by patriots all around the country. The first email said there will be a sign of the dedicated support to our movement to save America. And I'm putting my full trust in you. The Trump team said in a follow up email, we're about to launch our official Trump cars, which will be reserved for President Trump's strongest supporters. We recently we recently met with president in the in his Florida office and showed him four designs. The email continued. Originally, we were planning on releasing just one design, but when President Trump saw the cards on his desk, he said, "These are beautiful. We should let the American people decide. They always know the best." The emails did not outline exactly what it 
with entitled one to carry your Trump card, clicking on the link to vote for a design led to a fundraiser a fundraising page. The Trump team did not immediately respond to a request or comment from insider. The Trump card is the group's latest fundraising merchandise in an email on July 26. It announced it was selling signed photos of Trump for $45. Trump has hinted that he might run for president in 2024. The journalist, Michael Wolf, the author of three books on Trump recently told insider that he thought Trump still didn't know he lost the election last year. <laughs> oh my God. Nigga, what the <laughs> fuck? What? Nigga, this shit says. This just says, now whether he has managed to successfully convince himself or whether from the get-go he was so focused on hearing what he wanted to hear, he is absolutely certain, Wolf said, absolutely certain that he won the election and that if he did not win it, it could only be that it was stolen from him. Man. Okay. Man, what the fuck? Just, just so I haven't lost my mind. I'm just like, like for what? Okay, like, okay, maybe you're gonna run again, whatever. I mean, doesn't matter. The fucking GOP is not gonna let you run again. But let's just, let's. Just, I mean, let's. There's, just, there's let's no just way they're gonna the allow you. To, they're, they're not gonna allow you to run again. But hold on, let me like, let me see. Let me read. Let me look up. Fasc- he might just run as an independent. I can see him doing that shit. Let me, let me look up fascism here real quick. It says a political. A political philosophy movement or regime such as that of the fascist fascisti that exalts nation and often race above the individual and that stands for a centralized autocratic government headed by a dictatorial leader, severe economic mm-hmm. and social uh, regimination and forcible suppression of opposition. Uh, if there was no rules if there was no rules that you could only run twice or like be like in office, Trump would definitely be a fucking dictator. Bro, he would oh, oh nigga, he would definitely run this shit for like thirty years straight and just be a straight dictator <laughs> and like rig elections and fucking like everything. Like, it's, it's fucking if, crazy. If any a hint it's of this fucking shit. egregious audacity <laughs> of this nigga, nigga, hey yo, this episode I'm gonna title this whole buy one get one yes. free. Yeah, <laughs> buy one get one Your free. Egregiousness, bro. People, you, you know what's crazy though? You want to know what's wild here? Trump probably actually has a great chance of winning yeah. the GOP in 2024. No. The, no, the GOP honestly, candidacy. Honestly, I think honestly, I think that nigga would just run as a, like a fucking independent. And people uh-huh. like he he might at be, this like, point might, at this point like, he, he probably could be, be the fucking first person that is an independent runner that could actually possibly fucking you win know, an election. That is uh, <laughs> that is actually a very good point, bro. Like it, it is. Bro. He like, probably actually does have. He's probably the first person ever. Like again, this is another clout chaser. Um, <laughs> marketing extraordinaire because marketing extraordinaire, marketing extraordinaire because this shit is amazing to me. The fact that like he would still believe that he could possibly, I mean, because anybody can run, right? Yeah, but it's just no way the GOP is gonna let this man anywhere near. No, no. like no. there was only really a handful of GOP people that even supported the whole. Election exactly. being stolen, like most of them were like, and okay. people only fucking really tolerated him because it was just like, ah, this is our party fucking representative. So yeah, I got the, to. the people loved so, him, right? Like they really fuck with him like that. And I'm saying it's just, I'm just so amazed. If anything that this man is saying, the journalist Michael Wolf thought of three books on Trump. That this man honestly believes that he ain't lose the election, bro. <laughs> bro, if this man is actually walking around, how how scared it has to be for you to be sitting next to a motherfucker that genuinely believes that he ain't lose the election? 
Yeah. Like he's still in some some fucking fantasy world where he's all like, like shit was rigged, this shit was stolen from me, nigga. Bro, there's no way I lost. What I'm saying, but I'm saying this shit said that Trump thought hold on wait, it says recently told inside that he thought Trump still didn't know he lost the election last year. <laughs> like he still doesn't even he's still not He's still not like he's aware not of the he's fact like, that he no. lost. <laughs> like, what nigga? is that? Not dementia? <laughs> like, is that, no. is that like onset? I mean, well, it wouldn't be early onset at this point for him. But is that not like Alzheimer's and shit? Like, he's he's his mental capabilities are clearly deteriorating, bro. Like, come on, man. Uh, this is wild, man. I don't even know if Trump, like, maybe he just has people that's like using him at this point. Because to a certain extent, I, I, I think Trump has come up almost like a puppet because hear me out here for a second bro i know this guy's like a cloud chaser too because again if you're worth four billion dollars right he kept saying like eight or ten but they say it's closer to four fuck it four billion dollars still the one of the richest people in the fucking world yeah. um why in the fuck would you want to be president if it's not just exactly for what would you want that responsibility you know what i'm saying that bro I'm- <laughs> Bro, I'm Cadillacing over here, nigga. Even if they, and this is what gets me about and these at people. your age too, my nigga. Like he's, he's like in his seventies or something. Yeah, right? bro. He's like, nigga, chill. Like what, nigga? I gotta say, maybe he was like in early forties. Like, okay, I want something more in life. Like I got all this money, but nigga, I want more. Like nigga, I want power. I want something. Like nigga, chill, nigga. You already was president for four years. But that's what I'm saying. Worth four billion dollars, nigga. You, nigga. Nigga, you won. That's <laughs> it. Nigga, like, fuck it. You know what's like, crazy nigga, to me, though? You accomplished more than, like, you've never been a politician. You've nigga. never been, like, a senator, congressman, a mayor, nothing. And you your hat on that shit. And you won. Like, nigga, yeah. you won. But see, this was this is what got me, right? Um, I don't think Donald Trump ever wanted to be president at first. I just think he wanted to yeah. prove. I just think that he wanted to prove and to, like, kind of, like, shit on Obama, like, I yeah. could run for president too, you know what I'm saying? But I don't think he ever actually wanted the title. And so once he became president, and you know, as we drew closer to the 2020 election, I then I, now then I believe it shifted to now he can't lose because he would be like the first president yeah. in like the last three or four that would lose, you know what I'm saying, re-election. So now he gotta win and do this shit yeah. for four more years because you know, you lose after four years. Is, I honestly didn't even think he was going to run again because, I mean, just to your same point, I don't really think he really wanted to be president. He just wanted to just prove some shit. Yeah, he just wanted and to like, prove I thought shit. I thought he was going to do his four years and be like, ah, you know what? No, it's just boring. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm yeah. fucking going back. I'm, I think I already proved to y'all motherfuckers that I did this shit. Yeah. I'm good. Nigga, I'm walking away at the top of the game. Like, because yeah. because I'm, I'm just thinking like, bro, it's no connection that he needed to be president to get. Like, he already yeah. went for a billion. He already knew a shit ton of people. Like, I mean, Donald Trump was probably more famous than Obama anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm saying, like, I mean, at least obviously before he became president, once Obama became president, I mean, he's on par with that. But I'm saying, like, he didn't need it for, like, connections and different shit like that or anything. At best, I guess he could have, I guess at best he could have, like, truly learned, like, how laws and shit work. But again, like, he has super rich people that do this anyway. So, it's, I mean, he's super rich. He pays people to do that shit anyway. So I just I don't understand this man is truly crazy. I'm hoping uh, best case scenario he's just doing this shit. Uh, this is like some fraud type shit, and he's never actually going to run for president or doesn't really put any work into it. But honestly, Donald Trump was seriously entertaining. I don't know. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, really only follow politics because of that. Like, like bro, like, like it was highly entertaining. What, yeah, they yeah. want to see what outlandish antics you yeah. fucking say or do. You know, and yeah. it's like every day was like some new shit of this nigga. Tweet, yeah, that bro. nigga was like the reality show. Like, nigga, bro, 
of fucking politics. I'm <laughs> saying it was highly entertaining, man. That's that's what he turned politics into, and it just goes to show you that, like. But what I will say this though, under Trump's presidency, when this nigga was doing whatever the fuck he want, I, I've told my friends this before. He truly showed that, like, yo, other prisons just been in there, kind of like just holding their nuts. Because when he wanted to do some yeah. shit, he did that yeah. shit. Yeah, like, like well, fuck that is you. true. Like that he was in that whole like, well, fuck you, mean I'm the president. Like, I was like I'm gonna do this. Like, <laughs> so I'm not saying that this motherfucker was a great president, but like when he said he wanted to do some shit, like he did that shit. And so like yeah, a lot of these niggas that. need to start doing that <laughs> shit because this whole well, you gotta do this now. Like Trump wasn't doing that shit. That nigga was handing out pardons like it was fucking skittles at the end of his yeah. shit. <laughs> like nigga was all like, no, you're not gonna be federally charged. Then you're not gonna be federally charged. You're not gonna be federally charged. Nigga was handing out pardons like it was fucking skittles, bro. Like y'all niggas really don't like know the law or just don't give a fuck or y'all care about decency. But these niggas like this, they don't play to win. They play to win. They don't play fair. So yeah. Yeah. All right. That's almost full story of the week. Trump still thinks he's uh hasn't lost the presidency and he's still looking for support for a potential GOP <laughs> candidacy in two thousand and twenty four. May the Lord only bless us with that event to come because that shit is <laughs> going to be a spectacle. Okay. I would love it, man. A GOP, a Democrat. Well, obviously Biden's gonna run again. So we got Bro, Biden, that shit would be we crazy. got a GOP, and then we got an independent in Trump. But I'm saying, like, you need, comes like you need 270 votes to win the presidency, right? So if Trump <laughs> takes like five states, like yeah. he's gonna get 270 <laughs> electoral votes to win, bro. That shit would be amazing, nigga. Oh man. Okay. All right. Well, that's Fucking it, y'all. That's it, man. Another episode in the books. Mr. Yes, Ash yes. ain't here. We missing you, sis. Make sure you get yeah. well rested. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, now nah, I got nothing else, man. That's pretty much it. Okay. All right. Well, if you made it this far, we appreciate you kicking it with us this week. Make sure you click that follow button and rate us on Apple Podcasts. You can also visit us at www.stopthefoolishnesspodcast.com to submit all those dope listeners or just to say what's up. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and sign off. It's your boy, Imperator Rose. And this your girl, Ash. <laughs> and it's that dude called Theory, nigga. We is out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>